do you think a student should do to build their faith or to bridge that gap because yeah. when you feel limited it means there is a gap right mm-hmm. so if I'm a Catholic and I like the fact that you talked about that so and I struggled as well as a Catholic to have that relationship with God because then it's true that the mm-hmm. every Sunday is like a recycle you know system of yeah. the gospel but how do I if I should ask you ensure that my relationship with God is firm as it ought to be mm-hmm. even though I may not be able to change my church yeah so 100% like for me you need to strengthen your walk with Christ and you need to receive the Holy Spirit in the sense that you like you cannot just go to, the same way if you have an exam you cannot just study, have that like learn what you're learning in class only and immediately you leave class never look back at it until the exam happens like you're not gonna pass with that so like it's very important like once you leave church church is not the only time where you serve time to give time to christ and speak with god it's not the only time you have to like anytime you have spare time even if it's 20 minutes a day 10 minutes a day open your bible app read a passage open your bible find a passage see how that passage relates to your life understand what god is trying to tell you with that passage and like implement that into your life follow just walk a path of righteousness and you understand you will see yourself walking with christ more and when you reach this like certain level of understanding the church won't feel as limiting to you because you've kind of gone past the stage of like seeing it as limiting but you're seeing it as like something extra to what you're doing in a way i think that makes sense to me as well um um, laura thank you so much because while you were talking i was just thinking the concept of of teaching maybe because i'm an academic because when you know when we have new student or every time we have um, a start of a semester we would normally have what we call teaching hours and independent study hours so every university student would in every semester study for like 14 weeks to 16 weeks mm-hmm. and every week for each subject which we also call modules we will run those for three hours by modules so if we do three hours teaching of a module over 16 weeks that mm-hmm. is 48 hours isn't it yep. but essentially the university contract with each student is that they have to study for 200 hours for each module so now when you when you consider the fact that they're only engaged with the lecturers for 48 hours the question is what happened to 152 hours and that's where the significance of your statement comes to play because the university subjects every student to conduct independent study of 152 hours so you see you would normally think that okay i'm going to school and the teacher is going to have the major share in my personal development but the university is saying no as a student you have three times the share to your personal development than your teacher so for every class you do you're required to do three hours class per week but up to 12 hours every week as an independent study so even if i'm going to catholic church and i may not be able to change my church but there is still room for your independent study with god isn't it so you you can actually learn and develop that relationship and i think that is very very phenomenal with what you have shared thank you so much laura um also faith i think faith you are the next youngest person here and then mercy faith i would like to hear from you or we would like to hear from you from your experience as a student what would you say is the bridge or the gap between student and 
their relationship with God? What is the major threat? Evening. I feel basically um, sometimes our relationship with God is as students. The things we go through is one of the major issue because a student will be thinking of okay, where will I get money to pay for my school fees? Maybe the person is not from a financially buoyant family. Right. The person is looking for a way to pay his school fees and then some people actually have accommodation to pay, not to even mention the food to pay. And then probably they have a friend who does who goes out of the right way to get those things. Like let's say hook up these days. A lot of girls nowadays just go for hook up and then they get money. So those challenges are one basic things that make um, students leave the presence of God. They feel if God will not give them, it's better to just go to the world and ask. After all, if they come back and pray to God, he will answer them. Mm. But one thing we do is that we take the grace of God mostly for granted. Just because the grace is there doesn't mean we should keep sinning or we should just openly sin because we know that if we come back, he is a merciful God, slow to anger and abiding in steadfast love. No. Um, when I was in secondary school, there's this poem we read, the fully. It said, God did not give us everything because he knows that if he gives us everything, we wouldn't have a reason to come back to him. Hmm. So he, he gave us he gave us he gave us lack of rest because he knows that with that lack of rest, we will always find a way to come back to him. If you are lacking those things, you go back to God and pray to him. Hmm. God is always open and always ready to listen to us so i think the basic problem is those things we feel we are lacking Hmm. i mean that's you shared some very direct and um very how do i put it very important points especially the aspect of the hookup um and then i would like to ask you now because that's one of the key purpose that we are here it's very hard for students to be in lack, especially when it concerns something that is very imminent. So for, what does that mean? So a student is not asking for money to buy clothes or a student is not asking for money to change their wardrobe or to buy makeup. They're asking for money to pay their fees. Their parent can't, he, a parent or his parent can't afford it. And they're asking God, I need my school fees. I want to go to school. I want to become better. I want to develop myself. And then that money doesn't come and that help doesn't come. From your experience as a student, how do you or what do you think the student should do? How should that student manage a situation when they are in luck? Faith. Um, I feel... God is God. Like these days, I've, I've seen situations where God just come in play. There are, there are times I'm wondering, God, how will I do this? I'm, I'm thinking I'm going crazy because of this thing. And then God just shows up from nowhere. And then I'm seeing his handwork. Somebody like, um, like my school fees, somebody just 
a man just called and said from today henceforth he'll be the one paying my school fees the company his company will be the one paying my school fees it just came from nowhere just god just showed his handwork wow. so i think regardless of whatsoever you are doing just put god first if, if you are looking for a job if god doesn't provide the job there's no way you get the job wow so i think Every single thing. Wow. Thank you so much, Faith, for sharing that inspiring testimony. And I pray that more testimony will abound for you in Jesus' name. So, in line with what you have said, I think we now have to discuss about a passage that I have um, prepared for us. It's from the book of Peter, First Peter chapter 5 verse 6 to 7 first peter 5 verse 6 to 7 yes can we set it up on our phones um isaac is a snatchy messy first peter chapter 5 from 6 verse 6 to verse 7 and i would like is a snatchy to read it for us is a snatchy if you can hear me say something Okay, first Peter five verse six to seven. Verse six to seven. Yes, please. First Peter five verse six to seven. Can you speak up? Yes, verse 6 okay. to 7. Sure. Could you please read it for us? Yeah. Humble yourself, then unto God's mighty hand, so that he will lift you up in his own good time. Leave all your worries with him, because he cares for you. Is there any other person reading from a different version? Are you reading from yeah. So please read it for us. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's almighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety onto him, for he cares for you. Thank you very much. Is any other person reading any other... Anybody else from any other version? Okay. My one says, Therefore, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you at a proper time, casting all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Now, when I was asking God to give me a passage to start for today, um, I was thinking about the anxiety that students go through and the many needs that we have as students and how we can actually see God in our waiting and I came through this particular scripture in First Peter. And the reason why I wanted us to read it now is because Faith have just made a statement that really, or she's just given a testimony that was really, really very inspiring. Because I am personally aware of her trials, especially with her tuition. I am personally aware of that. And for me to hear now that she's seen the light um, in all the, you know, all the dark places or in the most darkest place 
I am so, you know, thankful to God for, for, for really seeing her through. But while she spoke, I wonder how many of us are going through different things um, as student or in our place of work or in our personal life and how we can actually see God in the waiting. And First Peter tells us that God is mighty and he's, he's not just mighty, his hand is mighty to raise you up. To exalt you means to lift you, to raise you up. But he says at the due time, and that's a key word here. That is a key word because you see, when it comes to student life, the challenge is not the situation we are going through. Neither is the challenge our perception of God. Matter of fact, many students know that God is good. They say that more often than not. Many students also believe that there is light at the end of the tunnel. They believe that and they say that more often than not. But the challenge is in the waiting to see the light. It's in that process, in that tunnel. That is the challenge. The ability to be convinced that what you are going through is nearly coming to its end. That waiting for that breakthrough, that is where the challenge is. And I like the fact that faith said, God is God. So we must be very, very convinced by the word from First Peter that you have not reached your due time according to God's word. But at that exact due time, you would definitely come out of that. There is no doubt about it. But when is the due time? For faith, her due time is now. For me, my due time took me so many years. When I was in secondary school in Nigeria, my mom had a shop. The typical shop you would call the off-license. She sells provisions and food stuff. Yet she wanted me to go to one of the best secondary schools in the area. But she couldn't afford it. So somehow I found myself in the school, Altitude International College. The tuition wasn't high, but it was high for my mom. And every day I would see my mom, or when it gets to the school fees period, I would see my mom worry. And I would see my mom so anxious about how she's going to pay my fees. I went through secondary school for four years because I had double promotion twice. So I didn't study two years of my secondary school. And I can tell you that never for once in four years did I pay my tuition all at once. Matter of fact, more times that I remember, they have to send me back home for my mommy to open her, um, I don't know, you would call it till over here, but then it's called, I think, cup of money. She opened her box of money where she's taking the daily sales and you see her folding, um, unfolding all the folded money, putting them together in different denominations. It's like paying your school fees in pennies and in pounds instead of in paper in coins she's going to put them together and she's going to send me to school and sometime i was so ashamed 
to go to school with all this folded money, knowing that I have friends who who are living off better than I am. And then my mommy always tell me in my language that everything will be oh yeah, dichama in his due time. Everything is gonna be okay in his due time. The due time for me was not until I came to England when I was 19. That was when the due time is for me. So your due time, no one can tell you about your due time. Neither can I tell you about your due time. First Peter didn't tell us about the due time. But you must be encouraged to know that there is a definite time, a due time. I think there's a passage in the Bible that said, yeah, the set time is now, now the set time is. When your set time is there, 1,000 years in the sight of man is like a day in the sight of God and vice versa. When it comes to your due time, you must be rest assured that God will come through for you. But there is something he has given us, a condition. If you look at that passage, there is a condition. And the condition is that we need to cast all our anxiety on him. You cannot be expecting God to to visit you at your due time. And you are so anxious. You have such a burden that you bear. What this Bible passage is telling us is, while you are waiting for your due time, live for God. Do not worry for God. Cast all your care, all your anxiety, all your concerns onto him. Let him be your all and all. Show God that it's either him or nothing. Show God that you know he cares for you. Make it more practical and not just theoretical. Yes, First Peter says I should cast all my anxiety onto God because he cares for me. No, show it to God that you have actually, you're running on empty. There is a certain time that I will pray. I'll say, God, I am running on empty. I have no alternative. I have no other option. I am running on empty and I need you now. There is a condition, ladies and gentlemen. And I pray that may we never forget this condition that God has given us. A very simple condition. A kind of condition that if a, if a human or if your friend tell you, Oh, don't worry, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to worry. I'm going to take care of your worries. I'm going to take care of your concern. You'll be suspicious of your friend. Why is this person all of a sudden wanting to take care of me? Is there anything attached to it? Is there any string attached to it? No. With God, there is no string attached. It is all for free. Cast all your care onto him because he cares for you. And if you're wondering or you're considering, okay, Chamaka, how do I cast all my cares onto God? The book of Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 to 7 tells it all. It says, do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, be prayerful. Be prayerful and with petition and thanksgiving, you should present all of your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transits all understanding, will guard your heart through Christ Jesus. So if you are thinking or if you're wondering how you can cast all your anxiety onto God, it is through prayer and petition. Never allow the devil to catch you standing on your two feet. Never. If the devil must catch you, let him catch you on bended knees. Your eyes set to heaven. 
your heart set right and your mouth saying the exact thing that God wants you to say. Never, no matter the situation, allow the devil to catch you on two feet standing, doing nothing, gossiping, wasting your time doing frivolous things watching things that you should not watch allowing yourself to be driven by addictions never allow the devil to catch you on those things if he must get you let him get you on two bended knees your eyes set to the heaven your heart set right and your mouth saying the exact same thing that god wants you to say Victory belongs to God. You never ever should wrestle the devil for victory because he won that on the cross of Calvary. You are fighting from victory. You are not fighting for victory. And I want you to be encouraged today. And I hope you'll be joining us every week because we're going to be coming here with our petitions we're going to be coming here with our request. We are going to be praying. We are going to be setting our hearts onto God. We are going to be talking together. We are going to be inspiring ourselves together. We are going to be each other's keeper. Because it doesn't matter what we go through, ladies and gentlemen. It doesn't matter what we go through. But there better be two of you going through that. And the other person had better not be man. It has to be God. And now we are like four or five or six of us. With God for each person. That is double the number. So may we be guided accordingly. And may we never forget. That in the end. Victory belongs to Jesus. Isaac. In a few minutes, can you just say something about this? Because I know you are like in a proper ministry. Do you want to say something about First Peter? Do you want to say something about waiting on God? Do you want to say something about prayer? Before we pray together and come to a close. Isaac, over to you. All right. Um, thank you very much, Mom. Uh, I've been following what everyone I said so far and I must be sincere because uh, if at all I have anything to say before now I prayed you know and God gave me a scripture but one of the ways we confirm that God is in a gathering is when is the is when the consistency of his word is paramount I mean if I thought I was going to say anything, everything I was going to say are in what everyone has said. The scripture God gave me when I prayed was Philippians 4, 6. And that is a confirmation that God is here. And where individuals benefit is when we believe. So if you're here and you believe, that is what works every child of God is what you believe it is not magical it is not automatic it is practical you 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 are involved when you believe so 
Um, why I want to say that when I was in school, let me just be brief about this. In my first year, I had a challenge. Exam was closed and um, money was not forthcoming. I needed to pay my fees so that I would be able to write exam. That is my dues. As I then, it was like, I cannot remember the amount, but then I needed money. I had a TV to sell. Somebody wanted to buy, and the money the person wanted to buy would be more than what I needed, but I said, no, I didn't sell the TV. Instead, I gave the TV out as a seed. Now, while I was going through that, the exam was remaining like three weeks, but then I've, I was in the service where the man of God said, you know, he preached the word of God and he made it very, very practical. And from that day, I told myself that the best way to benefit from God's word is to make it practical. That is to practice God's word. It can be practiced. It can be done. It is meant to be done. That's why the Bible encourages that we be not here as alone, but doers. The word of God can be done. It's the word of God. That is what is spoken. Just the same way I can be with you and I can say, hey, get me that pen on the table i just spoke and what you are expected to do is to act according to what i said you're not going to get me a cup you're going to get me a pen from the table not from the floor so it is to listen every time to what the word says and how it's how the word says it so that we can act accordingly and why we act accordingly is because it, it, it is faith that moves us to act accordingly. The willingness, as we are, we are even waiting before it is spoken. So we go and search in scriptures to see what has been said so that we can act. What makes us to do this is faith. Faith is what pushes us you know, to want to do all of this. Now, so what did, what did I do then? I came across a scripture and that was, I would say, I've been going to church, but that year, that is 2014, March, I think March 3rd, is on a Monday. I can't forget, 2014, March 3rd. If you check the calendar, it's on a Monday. All right, so now the scripture I came across was Philippians 4 6. That was the scripture, my first scripture that I ever practiced, I mean, I ever acted upon, like. I sat down with that verse, I read it word for word, and I took my time to pray it into my spirit. And I said, I'm going to believe this. And what happened? Because I needed to pay my dues, I was so worried. I was so anxious. I mean, I was bothered. It was weighing me down. I couldn't call home because there was no money at home. But when I saw the scripture, the scripture says, be anxious for nothing. That is like you being with somebody superior to you and the person is telling you before that word can come to you that word is not for everybody it's for students it can work for everybody but what i mean is that majorly for students because anxiety is one of the things that you know that is common with students and that word is for everyone that is anxious that is in depression and all of that so that is like you being with someone that is superior and the person is telling you hey i saw that you are, i can see that you are worried okay don't worry so in the in the stead of worry, in the stead of anxiety, there is something else we are asked to do. 
one thing is that we must do something but god is not saying instead of you doing anxiety why don't you do this do a substitute let there be a substitute let be substitute for anxiety i can see that now that you have a strength to to be anxious to go through worries instead of wasting your time to go through worries to be anxious because you're going to be find, found doing that instead of doing that why don't you do this instead come on if we understand it this way we should even drop at, at that opportunity because now there is something that is making us anxious so he's saying that be anxious for nothing but don't just be idle why you are not being anxious now do this he said now by prayer number one and supplication number two with that is accompanied with thanksgiving you see that then let your request what is that request when you underline that request in your bible that request equates what it equates that same thing that is causing the anxiety it may be one thing it may be many things but that request equates that thing that was causing the anxiety before this voice of god is coming so he's not saying that let that thing let your request whatever was causing or whatever is causing the anxiety let it be known let it be made known to god and that can only be done in prayer and supplication then accompanied with thanksgiving right the bible says when you do that there is something that will happen to you it's a miracle he said and the peace of god mm. oh my god and the this peace the bible says it passes all all man's understanding mm. and there are different understandings understanding of science technology all of that you know yes no matter name it he said that this peace will come when you are able to do this and it's coming to what to guide your heart and your mind through christ jesus yes that's at that point the anxiety is off the next thing you are waiting for just wait for god that's true do it. so that's that's where i would have even come for from if i had given the opportunity to speak earlier but listening to everybody the everything is just connecting i just said come on this is because i prayed and god gave me that scripture and come on even when dr chemaka was talking just now that is exact same scripture which goes in line with first peter five six to seven exactly so please three of us that are here please this is god a big miracle can come out from this place and we are already laying a foundation these are principles biblical principles that works for students absolutely i just involved a testimony of when i was in my first year and i tell you when i apply the scripture i tell you i don't know someone just called me without asking and mm. sent me money and i paid my dues before the exam and i wrote all my exams thank, thank you so much so that is it let me just stop there thank you very much for the opportunity thank you so much thank you so much so we just have to you know we just have to go by what we have heard and what we have read now i have two recommendations for everyone here the first thing is the audio record of this session is going to be uploaded on a podcast and you can always listen to it and also share it as well 
invite your friends to join us, especially if they want to get closer to know God for themselves with no intermediary. There are no, I'm not a pastor. I just consider myself a tool for God. And on Friday, we're going to continue with the subject of anxiety and student. If you can do your independent Bible study and find out or discuss one passage of the Bible concerning anxiety, that would be very, very good. And let's come with our prayer request, one of each. We're going to come here, we're going to talk about it, we're going to write it down and we're going to pray about it. The Bible says when more than two people are gathered, there he is in our midst. And I pray that may the presence of God never depart from our lives, together and individual. Amen. Amen. Coming to a close of this session, I'm going to give it to uh, Laura to close the session for us. We have no announcements today. Mercy is going to be communicating with us. She's the person to communicate with for whatever inquiry you have. And she's going to also send you uh, faith, you know, so and Isaac and the rest. She's going to send you um, data uh, incentive for this session just to say thank you for joining. And also we hope to see you on Friday and this week and we shall continue. Um, remember, we have a private Facebook group. There are only 14 of us there. We share like daily biblical principles there and we share different you know biblical things it's just for bible and just for god and just for students nothing else we're not actually going for quantity we just want to go for quality content especially those that would improve our lives so feel free to join us feel free to spread the word and uh, may god bless you as you do so so laura can you close the meeting for us with prayer um in jesus name amen oh lord we Oh Lord, we thank you for gathering us all here today. We thank you for going through the day and having time to come here and speak about this very very important topic. Yes, Lord. Oh Lord, everything we have learned today grants us the ability to implement it into our lives. May may not be something that we just hear and let go of. May it be something that actually becomes common in our day-to-day lives. Amen. Oh Lord, anyone here that is as a student that is struggling with anxiety or problems within their personal lives, grant them um, clarity Amen. and grant them help of Amen. any form that would enable them to prosper and become the best versions of themselves. In the mighty name of Jesus, I've prayed. Amen. Thank you so much, everybody. And we are right on time. And we shall see you again on Friday. Take care now. Thank you so much. Thank you, Thank Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for joining.